Hey, lovely, and welcome to the Manifestation Vibes podcast. My name is Laura Grady, and I'm a women's empowerment coach and fulfillment mentor, helping you manifest your desires, live in a state of inspiration, alignment, and ease without the burnout. For the last few years, I've coached and mentored thousands of women worldwide to help them create the life they desire through my online coaching business, helping women step into their most confident, authentic selves. This podcast is for the woman who desires a bigger and better life for herself. For the woman interested in the depth of manifestation, personal development, and spirituality, and for the woman done with the fluffy BS this spiritual and personal development world can sometimes bring. In this podcast, I will be delivering you weekly episodes on all things manifestation, spirituality, personal development, to empower you to live a life you love. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Manifestation Vibes with me. (laughs) I'm excited to be doing today's episode and to be talking about a topic in which we are going into um, because it is fast approaching the end of the year. And as we're reaching the end of the year, for so many of us, it's a beautiful time to stop, to pause, and to reflect on the year that was um, and to really set some intentions for the new year moving ahead. And I wanted to tell a bit of a story in this podcast, and it's a story of my own and sharing a little bit about my health journey. Now, for those of you who do not follow me on Instagram, you may never have heard any of these stories before. Um, But those of you who do, you may well have known that earlier this year, I was diagnosed with endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, and I had a bit of a hell of a time (laughs) moving through that experience. So I wanted to speak to it and I wanted to speak to how well I'm doing now to give those of you who are also on the same journey a little bit of help and hope. Um, but just also to just recognize the fact that we all go through different seasons in life and it's all part of it and it's all perfect. And it's so important not to judge ourselves as we move through different seasons in our lives, as we make mistakes, as we do things that we don't mean to. So endo. those of you who don't know what endometriosis is, it's essentially a disorder where the tissue that normally lines the inside of your uterus grows outside of the uterus and it can cause a hell of a lot of pain. And for me, it caused a hell of a lot of pain. Surprise, surprise there. (laughs) And so, um, Anyone who knows me knows that I have been operating my business for quite a number of years. I've been working in the coaching space for quite a number of years and I I have fallen into the trap accidentally multiple times where I've like really babied my clients and really been there so much to the point where I've looked after everyone else except for myself. And this has been a beautiful pattern that I have really rewritten since all this stuff has come up around health. Um, But flashback to probably midway through 2020, I started to like, I started to listen to these podcast episodes um, with women talking about like fertility and talking about endo and all these sorts of things. And I remember having this like strong response, a strong physiological response within my body where I went, fuck, something is not right. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just know something is not right within my body. And I put it off. I put off exploring it. I didn't want to know. I think I didn't want to know because I was really afraid of what I was going to find. And I was just really scared of it all. And yeah, nervous about what that kind of treatment would look like and what it would mean for me and my future moving forward. Because 
uh, many people who are close to me in my life. They know that I was not initially planning to have children for quite a number of years. Um, and my goals and my vision and my choices in where I'm at and what I want to do, they've actually shifted quite a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I had this experiences where I was listening to these things and I remember speaking to a beautiful friend of mine her name's Con and she was sort of like you know I, I was having these like massive emotional responses to listening to these podcasts and she was like why do you have why are you so concerned like you'll be fine and I just went I just know something's off I know something's wrong and so um end of 2020 so you know well, not this time last year, a little bit earlier than this time last year, I decided to go off the pill. Now, mind you, I had been on and off the pill for oh, over 10 years, probably like 12 years. And every time I came off the pill, I would have excessive like hair growth on my face. I found that my weight would fluctuate a hell of a lot. Um, and I would like immediately get acne and my periods were just so painful. But I kind of was like, oh no, I just get that because of stress. Like it's nothing, you know, everyone has period like painful periods. It can't be anything big. So I just kind of fobbed it off, pretended like it was absolutely nothing. It was very clearly not nothing, um, but that was sort of my process of handling it and my process of um, dealing with that. And, you know, I'd seen multiple medical doctors over my entire teenage years, always going in, complaining about excruciating pain. They just put me on the pill, thought nothing of it, um, and I was kind of told to harden up a little bit. And, yeah, so my, my experience with, like, you know, period pain was just like that's just what women deal with. And so I would go on the pill and just skip my period and wouldn't let myself get a period because if I got a period, I would be in so much excruciating pain. And so fast forward to, yeah, like, 2020, the end of 2020, when I was like, okay, I'm going to come off the pill because I want to see what happens because I'm really curious. Like I feel like intuitively I'm not connected to my womb space very much. I feel intuitively like there's a major block around that area um, and I wanted to explore that a little bit more and just explore my hormone levels, all those bits and pieces. So anyway, I came off the pill and immediately was like I was just hit with like the worst period pain of my entire life. Um, it would, like I was bedridden uh, for days and everything felt so hard. I was, I was, look, I was only probably having, like I wasn't having anything crazy in terms of painkillers, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I was just having like, I was doubling up on Panadol and Nurofen and I was like, oh, this is so hard. And I would just literally lay in bed and I would sleep. And I remember this time going, oh, fuck, I knew something was wrong because uh, there was a period of time where a period, when I'm talking about periods, haha, um, but I was bleeding like every two weeks for I think two months. I think I came off in October, came off the pill in October, late October 2020, and then um, for like yeah, just over two months I was bleeding every two weeks which would lead me very, very, very lethargic. I was completely exhausted and not just like a little bit of a, oh, it's the end of the year and I'm tired. Like I was just sick. I was very sick. And so I went to the doctor and I found this beautiful doctor and it's so important. Oh, my God, guys, manifest beautiful doctors in your lives. 
have trust and have faith that you will find doctors who will listen to you, who will support you. And you absolutely will like, you know, something for me has been manifesting a beautiful doctor. And anyway, so I manifested this amazing doctor and she actually finally listened to me. And I remember going in there, bawling my eyes out saying something's horribly wrong. I'm bleeding every two weeks. I'm in so much pain. I'm basically bedridden and I'm crying all the time because this is, you know, my hormones are going crazy. And anyway, she ended up um, sending me off for like an internal ultrasound where they found a polyp um, in the inside of my, I can't even remember the spot that it was in to be completely honest, but they found a polyp. And so she sent me off to go and get some um, like some support with a gynecologist such a beautiful beautiful uh doctor she actually called up the the doctor's office to get me in as soon as they could because she saw that I was in so much pain and I was just really struggling and you know to remind you of what this kind of time was like for myself like I had only just moved in with Jamie as well and poor guy (laughs) he's gone from thinking oh yeah it's just fantastic like so good to be around to literally this I'm like crying all the time I'm bleeding every two weeks I'm the sickest I've ever been um and yeah that's basically what he had to do with the second that we moved in together which was um you know I can giggle about it now at the time it was not very fun and so that would have been difficult for him and I remember having so many nerves thinking fuck I'm just I just have this feeling I'm going to get some bad news. I just have this feeling that things are not right. Things are not going well in that area and that region. So, yeah, saw the doctor, ended up booking for my surgery in February, Um, still had to deal with the pain. I wasn't bleeding every two weeks. I think I started bleeding every three weeks instead. It all feels a bit hazy and a bit blurry, but it was a very tricky time for me in terms of my health. I was still doing all my normal things in terms of my business, but it was just taking a lot more energy for me to do the basic level things in my business. And um, yeah, it was fucking hard. Like, not going to lie, there was just so much fear playing out. I, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel comfortable. And I also, for a lot of that time and that experience, I've kind of took on the blame myself and I say this you know I've been doing this work for a long time and I really did blame myself I thought I had manifested this onto myself because I wasn't listening to my body and I wasn't listening to um, the little niggles and the signs and I should have made changes earlier and I think like we can all recognize that in different parts in our lives where we just intuitively know something's off and we don't do anything about it. And anyone who's listening to this, if you intuitively feel like something's off with your health, like please go and get tested. Please go and get checked. You so deserve to be checked and to be tested and to be taken care of. Like you do not have to do this stuff on your own. I don't want you to feel like you ever have to, or you just have to put up with it, or you just take one person's advice and go, yep, that must be it. Like go and get extra support if you're feeling called to. So Yeah. Anyway, had the surgery. I remember waking up from the surgery and because I had literally gaslit myself basically (laughs) around like my period and my pain and all that kind of stuff. When I'd woken up from surgery, I was like, did they find anything? Am I crazy? Because I've been feeling all of this. Did they find anything? Did they find anything? And my doctor apparently that night had gone to see me. I don't remember anything. I, I was completely out of it. But um, the next morning he came and saw me and uh, explained that he couldn't believe how much endometriosis was covering my pelvis. My whole pelvic bowl was covered. 
Um, and he said that he was completely shocked. He's like, you presented so healthy and you had just the diseases everywhere. Um, and you know, it was quite upsetting, but it was also a bit of a relief to finally be validated in that. I was like, yes, I've been in so much pain. Oh my God. Um, and you know, prior to that, the, like in 2020, I was like changing my diet being like, maybe that'll help with my bloating. Maybe this will help maybe cut out this type of food group. And then after the surgery, I just I was like, oh my God, it's not even a food group. It's literally just like disease like it's this it's this tissue that's been wreaking havoc on my body and that's okay like I'm glad that I finally know and so anyway after that experience um I was a little confused I I felt very um betrayed by the medical system not that anybody would intend to do so I just as I talk about this it brings up a lot of emotions um yeah, I felt a little bit betrayed. I felt like I had been talking about this as an issue for myself for a really long time and I wasn't being listened to. And that was really fucking hard. Um, it was hard to kind of wrap my head around the fact that I had probably been going through and experiencing a lot more pain than what I needed to for a really long time. Um, and I'm really lucky that I have some beautiful friends around me and some beautiful people that were starting to get tested and they were starting to get diagnosed with these things. And that's the reason why I kind of really pushed and got that help and just intuitively knowing hmm, something's wrong here. But yeah, I felt re- really betrayed. And I know that there are a lot of women out there who also feel the same way. Like they say it takes on average seven years to get diagnosed, between seven and 10 years to get diagnosed with endometriosis. And it's something that can cause a lot of pain. It doesn't anymore for me thank God. But if it's, yeah, left untreated, it can cause a hell of a lot of pain and can, you know, filter through a lot of question marks about life in general. And just like, for me, it just was not, was not helping. Like I just was not feeling good. (laughs) I was feeling, I was really struggling with it, really fucking struggling. And so, yeah, we, we get to the point where I've had surgery um, spoken to the specialist. I was still a little bit confused about all of my results, about what it all meant. Um, I'd been told in the past that, you know, that might affect fertility. I wasn't entirely sure. A lot of it was very confusing to me. I know that I, at the time, because I didn't have a great understanding about what was going on, it was, it was putting a lot of pressure on Jamie, my, my partner, Jamie, he's the best. And, um, he was very confused as well and we were just having conversations about children and what that would look like and when we would look into um, having them to be able to support me and my health so that it's not a really tough journey. Um, and so, yeah, we just had like a lot of really hard conversations, conversations that like, you know, you wish you didn't have to have but alas, we were in that position so we were having them um, and it was a tough time and then my doctor suggested that I go on a hormone treatment. And mind you, during this whole time, like my focus was not like it was on the business to, for the business to do well. But if I'm being totally honest, like my focus was really like, I just need to get fucking healthy. And I felt like at the time I'd, I've never quite felt as much of the imposter syndrome or as much of the you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're talking about as what I did during that time in my life. And I had gone on a hormone treatment, so I'm, I've kind of skipped ahead a little bit, but 
during this whole period, like from probably November 2020 all the way up until about August of this year, it's been like mentally probably the toughest period of my life just because hormonally, you know, you go through so many changes, like you're going off the pill, off on the pill, off the pill, dealing with sickness. Then, you know, I went on this hormone treatment that essentially like changes the way that your hormones are operating and puts you into a state of early menopause. So I was having hot flushes. I had no energy, could barely walk around the block. I was having, you know, um, just really, really, really negative thoughts about myself. And we're also talking about a time where we were in lockdowns yet again in um, Melbourne, Australia. And so it felt like just a really, like it felt like a bit of a slog. The A lot of the earlier part of this year in 2021 has been really hard. And I, look, I'm really grateful for all of it, but it had been really hard, a really hard time for me. And I did the absolute best that I could given the tools that I had at the time, but fuck, it was hard. And I don't want to like, you know, it's not a woe is me kind of moment because I know that there are so many who will have it much harder than what I did. And there are also so many that would have been in a much better position than what I was. Like, you know, there's always somebody who has it better and there's always somebody who has it worse. But for me in my experience during that time, it just felt really fucking hard. Um, it felt hard to do things that I love. Like I love my job. I love working with my clients. It felt like hard work to work with my clients. It felt really hard um, to show up online. I remember taking a month off from social media because I just could, I just didn't have it in me. I couldn't do it. Um, and yeah, this was a really difficult time, especially given the hormone treatment that I was on. And this was a hormone treatment that I was meant to be on for six months. I feel like I was not prepared enough for what was going to happen. And I know everybody responds totally differently. Um, but wow, I did not cope well with it. Like I was pathetic on it. I could barely do anything. Everything was really hard. I actually gained quite a lot of weight as well. Uh, nothing too crazy, but like I just couldn't exercise. I was too exhausted. Um, and it just felt, yeah, everything felt very, very hard, very, very difficult, like I've said multiple times. Um, and this was meant to be a six-month-long treatment. I only lasted three months because I said the cost of doing this treatment is far outweighing what the potential benefits could be because um, it's meant to kind of stop the growth of endometriosis. But when it stops the growth of endometriosis because it's like an injection in your belly, it also kind of stops your other hormones going. So I was like, I know I need a more natural approach. I can't do this. Tried to go back on the pill, was like, wow, this is not good for me <laughs> either. And then I ended up um, finding an acupuncturist and uh, a naturopath that have been incredibly helpful to help me work with my body in a really natural way. Um, I know that like medical intervention is really important and I've done all the medical intervention that like we can possibly do at this stage. Like I, I know that we've done a hell of a lot, um, but yeah, I, I needed a natural approach. I just, I couldn't keep, you know, hormone this, hormone that. I was like, I'm losing my mind. I, don't, I do not want my hormones messed with anymore. I think my body is like a little bit sensitive to massive hormonal changes um, and I'm okay to admit that. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And during this stage, during this time, like I said previously, uh, I had a lot of doubts about myself, about who I am as a person, about who I am as a coach and like reflecting back um, 
I had major issues in friendships. Like I felt like anything that could have gone wrong during that time felt like it was going wrong. Not everything was, of course, but it felt like everything was going wrong. And so just really um, honoring that season of my life. And then I started to feel better coming off those treatments. I started to feel a lot different. But to give you context, like you guys know I'm a pretty positive, pretty happy person. (laughs) And I remember going out to a bar to celebrate one of my very close friends' engagements. And one of my good friends at the time, this was me mid-treatment, asked me how I was going and then I couldn't even answer the question. I just started crying. So if that gives you any indication of like what was happening in my head, that's what was happening. And Jamie was an absolute trooper. He was so supportive and so kind given what was going on. Um, But, yeah, I just had a really tough fucking year. Like for a lot of this year it was really hard. So those are the seasons that I went through and, Yeah, the natural medicine has been really benefiting me. Um, Acupuncture has been as well. Like there's been a couple of months of this year where, I I mean, I have PCOS as well and I I used to never have a regular cycle and I've been able to get it to be pretty regular now. Um, The pain is not intense really at the moment um, unless I have a stressful month, but I don't really feel like there's too much going on. I don't really have any pelvic pain right now, which is incredible. I have stopped doing all the crazy cutting out everything in your diet and then because that just was, you know, it was stressful in and of itself and I just went, I've just, I'm choosing to enjoy my life more and it's been really amazing. And so, you know, I think I think a big lesson for me was that, you know, no season really brilliant or really negative is ever going to last forever and that didn't last forever. And, you know, who's to say that we know what's, coming moving forward like you know it's something that it's important to me to try and have children in the next like 12 to 18 months and I don't know what that journey looks like I don't know if that's gonna be easy I don't know if it's gonna be hard like I have no idea my faith is that it's going to work out seamlessly and perfectly and it's going to be exactly what it needs to be and I am praying and hopefully I don't look back on this and think that I was naive in this approach but my my prayer is that it happens really seamlessly. And for a few months there, I don't think I was ovulating, but we know that I am now. So there is that potential there that that can happen really powerfully and really seamlessly. So I have a lot of faith and a big thing that kind of shifted how I was speaking to myself about all of this was when I had a conversation with a beautiful friend of mine, his name's Pete. And he has a doctorate in philosophy. Anyway, he's a very, very wise human. And we were chatting about endo and he (laughs) very kindly was just sort of like, okay, so what's the big problem? And I was sort of like, you know, I see people in my industry who are so feminine in their approach. They're so connected to their womb. They are so connected to themselves. And I've had these diseases that have made me not connect to it and it's made me really hate my body and really not feel like a woman like feel really masculine in everything because you know coming off the pill as well I started growing a fucking beard (laughs) I'm not kidding love that for me seeing a dermatologist around that and uh it's definitely interesting trying to work through that one um but yeah we were having a conversation where we were sort of you know chatting about the fact that I just really did not feel feminine at all I felt very very masculine I felt like 
my body was not doing what a woman's body should do. It doesn't work how women's bodies should work. And this was like a massive pain point for me. This was a massive, like not even limiting belief. This was my fucking truth. Like most of this year, that has been my truth that, you know, my body doesn't work how normal women's bodies work because I have HPV and I have PCOS and I have endo and I have all these problems in this area. So my body just doesn't work how normal women's bodies do. And then all of those stories came up alongside it of like, well, you know, therefore, you know, you're talking about being a woman in this industry and how does that even work? And then you're talking about helping people manifest things and then you're struggling to manifest health in this area and just like, imposter talk after imposter fucking talk it just was endless it didn't didn't stop but anyway he said to me he said well how many people you know have these conditions and I was like oh I think it's roughly like 10% of the female population um you know sorry 10% of those who have the same anatomy as me like it's 10% of the population and he said, oh, okay, so that, that 10%, like what would you say about them? And I said, oh, they just, you know, they have a problem in that area and it's fine. And he said, okay, so are their bodies working how a woman's body should work? And I said, well, I mean, not really, but uh, because there's so many of them, then probably, yeah, like that's probably how their bodies are just meant to work. And he said, well, then is it really true that your body is not working as a woman's body should? And I said, oh, my God, it's not true. <laughs> my body is working just as a woman's body should work and gets to work because so many women before me have had the same experiences and so many women after me will have the same experiences. And it's actually not bad and not terrible because I've been demonizing it so much. And instantly the way that I had felt about endo and all, all this stuff like what had felt like a really difficult journey for me it just kind of started to dissipate and the emotional charge around that really shifted and I'd heard it probably a million times from everybody else they're like no Laura like it's really common you shouldn't shame yourself blah, blah, blah. but obviously at the time I was not ready to receive it and that's okay you know sometimes we're just not and that's fine but that was the first time that I realized that like yeah, if I ever need help around these sorts of situations or these sorts of issues, then it doesn't make me bad because my body is doing exactly what a woman's body should do and my body is doing all that it can to help support me and to help keep me safe. And it really did change the game for me. It really changed the game for me. And so ever since then, you know, I obviously was seeing an acupuncturist, like I was seeing all the right people, but I feel like energetically I was ready to actually receive the support from those people and receive the changes that could potentially be made within my body because emotionally I was ready. And for a long time, a lot of this year, I did not feel ready to receive that. I felt exhausted by life. And so I think that, you know, this this kind of leads me up to where I'm at now where I I feel so much faith. I feel so I actually feel a lot of excitement for the future too. Like I'm really I'm excited at the the idea and the thought of, you know, wanting to become a mother and how that's going to look in terms of doing the work that I do now and how I can continue to support my clients and um, do the work that I do, but and also just live my life in general. But um, for a long time that's that's absolutely not how I felt. I was really struggling with it. And so, you know, I have 
so many people in my audience and so many clients of mine that have been attracted to my work because I speak so candidly about about the process of like going through health issues and you know and I was just so lucky that I'd built up a business that could really support me through that time because I think had I been working for somebody else um I don't actually know how I would have gotten through that time because it was so hard and it was like just and I mean, energy-wise, I was just completely cooked. I just had none. Um, so I'm really grateful that during this time I had built up a business that was really sustainable and could help support me despite the fact I was going through a lot emotionally um, and physically, physically, of course. So, yeah, I'm really lucky. I feel like as much as it was really tough and really hard, it all did happen. It absolutely did happen in divine timing happened in the perfect timing, exactly when it needed to happen to be able to, yeah, clear things out, make space, connect me further to my womb space. And now as I hear, because at the time I was like, anyone who says, just connect to your womb, I was like, absolutely go fuck yourself. <laughs> like if you think it's easy for me just to connect to my womb after all this pain that I've currently been through, you can go fuck yourself. Um because it was just not possible. It was just not fucking possible at the time. But now when I hear those words, I think, yeah, that sounds really wonderful, really wonderful to me. And I I do feel connected to my womb. I feel connected to my inner knowing so much more now. I, I feel like I have a new understanding of life, a new understanding of when my clients go through different health conditions or, you know, it obviously some way more extreme than what I'm currently going through or have been through, sorry, because I'm not really in the heat of it anymore. Um, but my understanding of, yeah, when people are going through things is just really quite different, it's allowed me to be um, empathetic in an entirely new way. And, you know, during this year I've done a lot of studying, you know, I've been studying breath work and, um, I leaned a little bit more into my degree and I also leaned heavily into my feminine embodiment certification too. So like it gave me that opportunity to really slow down, take stock um, and learn and integrate so much more than ever before. And as I reflect, I'm so grateful for it and I'm so grateful for the time that I was able to take away from work to be able to heal and to be able to take care of myself and the, yeah, the beautiful support system, the beautiful friends that I have around me. You guys know who you are if you're listening to this. My family really banded behind me, my parents specifically and my brother and Jamie, of course, was just an absolute um, shining light. And I'm so grateful for that experience and, yeah, <laughs> I'm so grateful for it. As I reflect back, I get a little bit emotional because I really was supported in so many ways over the last year, the last 12 months. So that is essentially my endo story. I thought it would give you, for those of you who are struggling with it, like I hope this gives you a little bit of hope that, you know, you can shift the way that you speak to yourself around it over time. And, you know, there is support and there is help out there and it can get better too. Um, I know for some people that's not necessarily the case, but for me it really has been and I didn't have a lot of faith that I would get better and that my pain would get better and how I felt about fertility and conceiving. I didn't think that any of that was going to get better and I thought that I was 
just going to be constantly in a state of fear around it. But it did, it did get better. And it wasn't just by like waiting for time to heal it. It was through talking to people and getting support and getting help. And, um, you know, it was talking to the ones that I love, asking for support, asking for guidance. I, I asked, uh, I needed a lot of, I had a lot of faith with the universe at the time as well. I needed support from the universe. I felt totally fucking betrayed. If there was a God, I was like, fuck you <laughs> at the time. But, you know, also leaned heavily into needing support from that. And just, yeah, in general, it was really nice. It was, it wasn't really nice, but like as in, the support that I received from so many around me was really nice to receive. And so I don't think that there's anything that I have to add. (laughs) I'm really grateful that I was able to speak about this. I'm sure, you know, I will give you updates when we start wanting to conceive and all that kind of thing. That's obviously still quite a way away for me. Um, I want to go traveling next year. We've been locked down for two years and I want to go traveling before I have a little bub in my hands. Um, I know Jamie's in the same boat too. So we want to do a bit of traveling and I'm sure as time goes on, I will be quite as honest and as open as we feel comfortable being um, talking about the journey moving forward. And I will only ever share from my perspective. Um, Jamie, it's not for him to share. That's, you know, he has his own path and his own journey with it, which I know that, um, you know, it was not an easy journey for him either having a girlfriend that was just so incredibly unwell given the pandemic that we were living through. So, yeah, but I, I, I will do my best to update and give as many as much help as I can around this and please anyone who's listening to this, like if you do feel like intuitively there is something off, just go and get checked, like push the doctor's you know your body better than anybody on this planet and I wish that, oh, I do and I don't. Like I do wish to a certain extent that I had really advocated for my own health and really pushed to get the right testing. But at the same time, I get that I, it's all led me to exactly where I needed to be and it's it's all worked in divine timing. So I part of me is like, oh, I wish I'd known, but also – it had to happen this way and I'm okay with that. So anyway, thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast episode. Next week we're going to have a much more lighthearted one. <laughs> and, um, yeah, for those of you who are coaches and if you're in the coaching space, just reminding you that I do have my mastermind soulful proximity that is currently in launch and early bird investment ends at the end of this week. That is a six month long mastermind where you get to work with me and a group of powerful women. There's only going to be 10 of those involved in this space. And you're essentially going to be mentored by me in your business, combining strategy and energetics to be able to create results in your business that make no fucking sense because you just quantum leap what gets to be possible. And so if you're interested in that, there is no sales page because it's very low key, like spaces have been filling as well. So please just send me a DM on Instagram and I'll give you all of the details that you will be needing to be able to enroll or speak to me if you're feeling the call and you're feeling the pull. Um, For those of you who want to work with me in another capacity, then Fulfilled and Free is my evergreen course. It is a self-paced course and you can gain access to that through a link in the show notes. So I love you guys so, so much. 
I hope you have an incredible rest of the day and or you know morning or evening or wherever you are in the world whenever you're listening to this thank you so much for allowing me to be open and honest in my experiences and I will speak to you soon bye (laughs) 